Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 17. A prophecy against Damascus. See, Damascus will no longer be a city, but will be a heap of ruins. The cities of Aurora will be deserted and left to flocks which will lie down with no one to make them afraid. The fortified city will disappear from Ephraim and royal power from Damascus. The remnant of Aram will be like the glory of the Israelites, declares the Lord Almighty. In that day, the glory of Jacob will fade. The fat of his body will waste away. It will be as when reapers harvest the standing grain, gathering the grain in their arms, as when someone gleans heads of grain in the valley of Rephaim. Yet some gleanings will remain, as when an olive tree is beaten, leaving two or three olives on the topmost branches, four or five on the fruitful boughs, declares the Lord, the God of Israel. In that day, people will look to their Maker, and turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. They will not look to the altars, the work of their hands, and they will have no regard for the Asherah poles and the incense altars their fingers have made. In that day, their strong cities, which they left desolate because of the Israelites, will be like places abandoned to thickets and undergrowth, and all will be destruction. You have forgotten God your Savior, You have not remembered the rock, your fortress. Therefore, though you set out the finest plants and plant imported vines, though on the day you set them out, you make them grow, and on the morning when you plant them, you bring them to bud, yet the harvest will be as nothing in the day of disease and incurable pain. Woe to the many nations that rage. They rage like the raging sea. Woe to the peoples who roar. They roar like the roaring of great waters. Although the peoples roar like the roar of surging waters, when he rebukes them, they flee far away, driven before the wind like chaff on the hills, like tumbleweed before a gale. In the evening, sudden terror. Before the morning, they're gone. This is the portion of those who loot us, the lot of those who plunder us. So this is an oracle against Damascus, but it is also an oracle concerning the northern kingdom of Israel. It starts out a prophecy against Damascus. Damascus, of course, is a city to this day in Syria. In that time period, it was in the same location it is now. It's a very ancient city. So the word of the Lord says, see, Damascus will no longer be a city but will become a heap of ruins. And it was utterly destroyed and then uh, rebuilt and been destroyed and rebuilt several times. The cities of Aurora have been deserted and left to flocks, which will lie down with no one to make them afraid. And then it moves to the northern kingdom of Israel. The fortified city will disappear from Ephraim. Now, this um, reference to Ephraim here is speaking of the whole northern kingdom. The word Ephraim, which was one of the tribes, became synonymous uh, with the northern kingdom in this period. And so the northern kingdom, the fortified cities, will disappear from the northern kingdom. 
and um, declares the Lord, In that day the glory of Jacob will fade, the fat of his body will waste away. And so during this time of, of uh, judgment from Assyria against Damascus, the northern kingdom will also be under siege and will be destroyed. The Lord still intends to keep a few of the citizens in the northern kingdom there. It says, Yet some gleanings will remain as when an olive tree is beaten, leaving two or three olives on the topmost branches, four or five on the fruitful boughs, declares the Lord, the God of Israel. And friends, we know from antiquity, from ancient times for thousands of years, there's been a continuous Jewish presence, not only in and around Jerusalem, but in the area of the northern kingdom as well. So even though the Assyrians eradicated the northern kingdom and took most of the citizens hostage, as the Lord said, there will be some gleanings remaining, and there have always been some. Next is a reference to an awareness of Yahweh that will come on his people during this time of, of judgment. It says, in that day, people will look to their maker and turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. Friends, I can tell you from an absolute awareness of what the scriptures say, that the Lord is always hopeful that people will turn to him in times of judgment and in times of upheaval. When terrible times come on the earth, people only have two options, one to become more intractable in their resistance to the Lord or to draw near the Lord. And it is the desire of the Lord that his people would turn toward him in times of calamity. Uh, God forbid that we should experience times of national calamity, but if we do, friends, turn your eyes to the Lord. Turn your eyes to the Holy One of Israel. That's the only place where we can seek solace and help in times of utter turmoil and trials. A deep understanding of their sin will come on the people. It says they will not look to their altars. They will have no regard for the Asherah poles and the incense altars their fingers have made. In that day, their strong cities which they left behind because of the Israelites will be like places abandoned to thickets and undergrowth, and all will be desolation. Verse 10, a very clear accusation from the Lord. You have forgotten God, your Savior. You have not remembered the rock, your fortress. Friends, may we always remember God, our Savior. May we always remember the rock, our fortress. And so the Lord um, prophesies woes on Israel and woes on uh, Israel's enemies. Verse 12, woe to the many nations that rage. They rage like the raging sea. Woe to the peoples who roar. They roar like the roaring of great water. Although the peoples roar like a roar of surging waters, when he rebukes them, they flee far away, driven before the wind like chaff on the hills, like tumbleweeds before a gale. In the evening, sudden terror, before the morning they're gone. This is the portion of those who loot us, the lot of those who plunder us. And so although the Assyrians uh, would come and destroy the northern kingdom, ultimately they will become like chaff driven before the wind. They will be like uh, tumbleweeds before a gale. So will all of the enemies of God ultimately be eradicated and become as nothing. But the people of God will shine greater and greater as the great day of the Lord approaches. Lord, we pray that we would turn our eyes towards you, the Holy One of Israel. May your people look to their maker this very day, Lord. May Israel look to their maker and may the people 
that name Jesus as Messiah and Lord look to their maker. Lord, our hope is in you. Help us reach out to those around us. God, protect us from the judgments that may come on the earth and on our nation and on our area in our lifetimes. Protect us, defend us, but help us, Lord, to keep our eyes fixed on you. Give us an awareness of our sin when sin is part of our lives and help us be quick to repent and to turn back to you. God, we have not forgotten that you're our Savior. We have remembered you are our rock and you are our fortress. Lord, in you, we put our hope and our trust. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.